재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Did you know? Well, we think it's about time you did. Here to let you in on the secret is Seoul Global Center Communications Officer Michelle Kang. Every week, she educates us on the general details of life in Korea, the kind of stuff that many people wish they had known sooner. Welcome back, Michelle. Hi. Good morning, s u Good morning. Kind of cold out there, wasn't it? Oh, it is. It's freezing out there. <laughs> But do you prefer the cold over bad air like we had all oh, last cold week? Cold, cold weather is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Which brings it back to the question of the week. I mean, last week we had really bad air quality. So the question was, what are you doing to reduce air pollution? And I'll let you mull on that okay. while we read over some text that came in. So 8342 replied, in China and Vietnam, everyone makes it a rule to ride a bicycle. in order not to cause air pollution. But in Korea, it's kind of getting cold in this weather. So in my opinion, many people may participate in riding bicycles if the government set up the only bicycle roads, I guess he's mentioning bicycle lanes, which can keep riders from cold air and dangerous traffic factors. Okay, good idea. Some bicycle-only lanes. And from 7872, Always use recyclable products and both sides of paper as well. So two good ways to, you know, do your little part to reduce air pollution and pollution in general. So, Michelle, what about you? Uh, to save our planet, I didn't buy any car. Okay, <laughs> I don't, very I don't good. drive. Uh-huh. So that's why I took advantage of this uh, free transportation. Ah, so you yeah. thought that was a good measure? Um, I don't really, I don't really know (laughs) if it will work eventually, Mm -hmm. but well, free transportation was okay. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it makes most people just think about, think twice about taking out their car and just uh, maybe considering taking public transportation once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. So that'll kind of help. Yes. All right. So this week, you've brought some cute little mascots and pins into the studio as well. So Mm -hmm. introduce them to us. All right. Well, with Pyeongchang Winter Olympic Games just around the corner, you can see this Olympic flags everywhere and in mascots. or emblem, you know, like Korea is actually excited for this. It's about time. Yes, it's about time. (laughs) We have 17 days left until the Olympic Games. Yes. And the the mascot, Suorang and Pandabi, you will Mm. see them everywhere. Right, Mm. right. So when you take a closer look at this Winter Olympic Games emblem, uh, the motif is actually inspired by Hangul, or Korean alphabet. Right. So we're not talking about the mascots, but the actual, the sort of the brand or the emblem of the Pyeongchang Games. Mm -hmm. So um, it's composed of the first consonants of the name of the host city, Mm -hmm. Pyeongchang. Mm -hmm. So the first one, it looks to me, it looks like a Parthenon temple without a... It does, the Parthenon, yes. Right. Uh, It's the first consonant of the first syllable, Mm Pyeong. And according to the uh, Olympic Organizing Committee, it symbolizes the open square where the celebration of athletes and winter sports will take place. Mm -hmm. And the second one, it looks... looks like a snowflake or it looks like a star. Yeah. It's, this, uh, it's the first consonant of the second syllable, 창. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and uh, it represents snow and ice, and at the same time, like stars, stars mm. of the games, athletes. And of course, if you see it in color, it uses the five colors of the Olympic flag as well. I remember when this first came out, um, there were some people within the Olympic circles, I won't mention, uh-huh. um, some of my foreign friends, were, it looks like you know, something drawn by a fifth fifth, um, not even a fifth grader, a five-year-old. They said it looked very elementary. But I mean, I guess, you know, the simplicity is actually its appeal as well. Mm -hmm. The more you look at it, it grows on you kind of. Right. And and if you know the meaning behind this. Exactly. Right. Right. Uh, So that's the emblem of the Pyeongchang Winter Olympic Games. Mm -hmm. And then you just mentioned Suhorang and Bandabi. So Pyeongchang selected Uh, a mascot, of course. Uh, it's been a tradition to have this mascot for each of the Olympic Games since 1968. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Olympic Games have always had a mascot, and Pyeongchang chose an animal that's really closely uh, linked to Korean folklore yes. and then culture. The tiger, tiger, of course. Very right. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> right. And this tiger uh, is the most familiar figure in Korean folktales. And the color of this mascot is white, the white tiger. Uh, that's been considered as Korea's guardian animal that helps protect the country and the people. And the color Of course, white is associated with snow and ice, so it's a perfect match for mm-hmm. winter sports. And the name, uh, Suhorang, is actually um, a little, it has a little deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. Suho means protection in right. Korean. So the, the character or the mascot will protect athletes, spectators, mm-hmm. and all the other participants alike. Make and for some secure games. Sure. Mm-hmm. And rang is from Korean word horangi, uh, meaning a tiger. Mm-hmm. And rang is also from t o n g s a n Arirang, which is traditional music mm-hmm. of Gangwon province. Right. Mm-hmm. So suhorang, that's the white tiger. And I have to say, of the two mascots, I think I see suhorang um, more prominently featured in, in advertisements, on TV commercials as well. But No mistake about it. There is another mascot. <laughs> Poor Pandabi. <laughs> Pandabi not getting right. as much love. Uh, right. But personally, I like Pandabi better. I think it's cuter. But okay. uh, Pandabi or mm. a bear, that mascot represents the Paralympic Winter Games. Um, bears are strong, but they're always loved. And then they're cuddly and friendly. So this name of the mascot is Pandabi. It's derived from Pandalgom in mm-hmm. Korean, uh, which is an Asiatic black bear, or, or also known as white-chested bear. Right, that's bear. why it has that little white mark on its chest. Mm-hmm, that's right. p a n d a l means half-moon in Korean, as the bear has this white crescent mark on the chest. Mm-hmm. And it's the symbol animal of the Gangwon province. And the name p a n d a b i s p a n d a is from p a n d a l g o m and P means a celebration. So it's... It's got the meaning of celebrating the games. Great. So again, as you mentioned, Pandabi is uh, the mascot for the Paralympic Games. So once the Olympic Games are over, I'm sure we'll see more of him. Ah, yes, yes. right. But it's really not the first time. I mean, um, there was some debate, I remember, maybe of even using a dog as the, the mascot for the games. But that was quickly shelved in favor of the tiger. But... People will be familiar if they remember the 88 games. That was also a tiger, wasn't it? Sure, that's right. Do you remember the name of that? Hodori, of course. Another white tiger, wasn't it? 
Uh, it was, was it an orange, orange, orange tiger, okay. yes. So, so Seoul Olympic Organizing Committee set up a contest to select this mascot. And then the tiger, orange tiger, Siberian tiger, actually won over a rabbit, a squatter, <laughs> and then a pair of mandarin ducks. <laughs> and Hodori is uh, a Siberian tiger. And if you have a look at this uh, mascot, you can see it wears the Olympic rings around the neck mm-hmm. and a hat. which was worn by traditional dancers here in Korea. It's called a sangmo. Yeah, it has that long ribbon coming out of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you see, uh, the, the, the ribbon is actually in the shape of an alphabet S. That mm. refers to Seoul. Seoul. Mm-hmm. And the Paralympic Games mascot was gomduri. Gomduri, maybe. <laughs> Again, bears. Uh-huh. Bears. They were actually the Asiatic black bears as well, but the color was brown. Two brown bears... Uh, during a three-legged race. Mm. You know, they stand shoulder to shoulder and then tie their inside legs uh, together. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Suorang and Pandabi kind of um, evolved from the 88 games as well. I guess we can see it that way. I think so. All right. mm-hmm. But I mean, these are not the only mascots that we see around Korea. I think every municipal government has a mascot, don't they? Uh, yeah, they are It's like a competition. They are creating <laughs> a mascots uh-huh. to promote their local uh, communities. And I'm sure if you're a resident of Seoul or if you spend any time in Seoul, you will have also seen another um I'm not sure. It looks like a tiger, kind of, but it's not a tiger, is it? The yes. mascot of Seoul? Right. I think you're talking about Hechi, right? Yeah. That's the official character representing Seoul. Uh, you can actually see these mascots on probably the doors of Seoul taxes. Mm. Uh, it looks like a lion, you're right, but it's an imaginary uh, creature covered with scales, and it sort of fights off fire, defends justice. That's why you can see this statue in some Uh, royal palaces in mm-hmm. Korea, and yet it's a friendly guardian, very close to people. Right. right. So despite the sort of scary appearance, it's, it's there to protect us. Yes. And right. how long has it been mascot of Seoul? Uh, it was chosen in 2008. Uh, the sculpture or other uh, images are rather scary, maybe, but the mascot itself is really cute. It is. It's, it's, it's bright <laughs> yellow, um, and it's got a really um, a round nose and mm-hmm. wears a bell around its neck. And the feathers, it's almost like a... Wing, yes, right? little angelic wings. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this mask was designed during the tenure of former Seoul Mayor Oh Se-hun. Mm. But after the current mayor, Park Won-sun, was elected in 2011, uh, unfortunately, funds were no longer allocated for this mask's promotion. Mm. So you cannot see any promotion activities. Well, I've, at least they haven't changed it. You know, I'd like to see a mm. mascot being kept for some time so people recognize it as and, and equate it with the city. So at least they're not changing it. Okay. Hopefully, knock on wood. All right. right. But, uh, Sunya, did you know there was another mascot before Hechi? <laughs> see, that's the thing. No, I did not know. Right. Hechi yeah. uh, actually replaced Seoul's old mascot of Wang Bomi. Wang Bomi is Wang another Bo- tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Pom in Korean means a tiger. It's mm-hmm. a pure Korean. And Wang means a king. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also it's uh, big as a prefix. So it's got, a, it's got big eyes. <laughs> right. Yeah, and we're looking at some um, images, I guess, of mm-hmm. the mascot that, was, that were brought up by um, our producer. Again, very cute. Um, mm-hmm. It just looks like a 
it looks like a cartoon character to me. Yes. Yeah, it looks, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how long was this used then? Do you know? Uh, it was replaced by 2008, mm-hmm. uh, the Hachi, but I think it's, it wasn't really out there for that long. Right, mm-hmm. so not many people... actually are familiar with this. Right. But, I mean, it's just not Seoul, is it? It's, uh, local governments, they're developing their own mascots, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a good thing, do you think? Um, once you have a firm image that would sort of... Um, Uh, reflects the identities of the local community, probably, but there are many mascots that are sort of overlapping with other mascots created by other local governments. Exactly. I imagine the tiger or the lion and the, the bears are popular. But sure. So give us some, some good examples then. Good examples. Um, well, the name of this city, mm-hmm. people didn't really know much about this city before, but now it's Famous. Everybody knows this city, Goyang City in Goyang, Gyeonggi province. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it used to be known as, I think, for flowers, or they had a big flower mm-hmm. or plant uh, festival. Festival, that's that? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goyang, people would know the nearby city, Ilsan, very well, but Goyang, as an administrative district, people didn't really know. So the city actually decided to publicize itself by creating a new mascot. Yes. It's called Goyang Goyangi. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, yes, you will have seen these all around. Uh, I think it's used not only just to promote the city, but also other sort of maybe the mall that was um, introduced right. in that city as well. They mm. use the the. The cat Character. motif mm-hmm. as well. Sure, that's right. And Clever then, use. Uh-huh. Uh, the flower festival you mentioned, this is um, promoting uh, using this character as well, mm-hmm. the city itself. And you can see the mayor is actually wearing this uh, mask. <laughs> Yes, the, like the cat. cat ears and then also the mittens, which uh, have look like... That's Kitten right. paws. Right. White and pink. Very cute, yes. <laughs> so, Goyangi in Korean means a cat. And it's very similar to the name of the city. So, it's a complete play on words. So, Goyang, it's Goyang. no link to actually lots of cats no. being in the city. It's just no. the, because of the name. Yeah, that's right. Okay. But it's got really, really popular. The mascot character has the most followers on SNS page. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I remember like maybe 10 or 15 years ago, most people didn't like cats. I mean, Korean people were not huge fans of cats. They preferred dogs, dogs? Mm-hmm. much more over mm-hmm. cats. But now you see cats everywhere. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> So, um, if not mascots, then, if you can't use a clever play on words like koyang and koyangi, mm-hmm. what about slogans? That could be easier, I guess, or harder. Sure. Um, not only mascots, but also very catchy, um, well-made slogans can actually attract tourists, and they can even generate huge economic impact. Mm-hmm. Seoul's official slogan, new slogan. (laughs) (laughs) How can we forget? I Seoul You. That's right. When it was first introduced, uh, there were... It was really controversial, I yes, think, was, right? Yeah. But um, they tried to, I think they were inspired maybe by I Heart New York, which is probably the most popular or well-known slogan for sure. a uh, city. And instead, of course, the heart, there's just that red heart, right. I Red Heart, heart New York. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So I Saw You uh, is supposed to mean, so is actually between I and you. Mm-hmm. So it's a place where two individuals can coexist. But when it was uh, first announced, 
this created a really uh, huge buzz. And I remember uh, Liam Neeson's meme, you know, I will, I will find you and I will soul you. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I have to look it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the local Korean governments, um, I recently visited this uh, beautiful Suncheon city in Jeolla province. Mm, gorgeous city. Yeah, everything was really good. But I just noticed their slogan is, Aha Suncheon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michelle, maybe it's the way you say it. You have to say, Aha <laughs> Suncheon. It's just so beautiful. It, you know, okay. Aha, no? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But I think the Suncheon city, they could do better than this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty much all local governments in Korea are using English slogans. Right. Um, But many of you, you just kind of scratch your head and you think, what were they thinking when they come up with these slogans? (laughs) Right. They are so random, I think. Yes. So here are some examples. Okay. Um, Active Yangsan, Always Tebek. Just Sangju, <laughs> I am Guachan, okay. or Hey Ulung. <laughs> and some of the uh, slogans are f- loved by more than two cities. So, Smile Gumjang, uh-huh. or Smiling Dalsa, <laughs> and Yes Kumi, and again, Yes Uyuang. Oh dear. Right. Uh-huh. So, all these um, names or slogans. I, like I said, they should reveal this identity mm-hmm. of the local government, but many of them just do not reflect any. So they don't take um, maybe as much time or consideration in coming up with a slogan. And I imagine whenever a new sort of mayor comes into town, they change it. And also, yes. so it's very difficult to find new ones, right? Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, like I said, some of the uh, local governments uh, are... recognizing their problems, mm-hmm. so they are changing uh, to revamp their uh, slogans. Mm. So, Shihung, for example, their, their slogan was, Wow, Shihung, but they stopped <laughs> like, using uh-huh. it. Kind of like, aha. Right. Uh, and then, Poryang, uh, it's famous for the Mud Festival. Their uh, current slogan is, Viva Poryang, but mm-hmm. they're trying to change it to, Manse Poryang. Hooray. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. Like they, they are changing all these slogans. I mean, honestly, if they could tie it in with their, the broader sort of narrative, their storytelling of their, of their region, that would be best. It would stick in people's minds. Right. It would be something that only they can use, you know, not used by Yes Uiwang and Yes Kumi. Right. Just something very specific to them. That's, you just need that consideration, I think. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not really, um, one of those examples, best examples that would just have these unique qualities of the local government. But Bhutan came mm-hmm. up with a very unique uh, interesting slogan. Bhutan, famous for the Fantastic Film Festival. Yeah, right? that's yeah. right. Uh-huh. So their new slogan is Bhutan Hands Up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a rapper, so I cannot really sound like a rapper shouting into their mic on stage. So again, okay, kind of a play on how it sounds. Koyang Koyangi, so Bhutan or Put your hands put up. Put your hands right. up, right. Okay. But instead of put your hands up, it's put on hands up. <laughs> clever, clever. Okay, and I see the mascot, so it's a huge hand, of course, <laughs> and there's a very cute white face in the middle of the palm. Right. That is the mascot, I guess. Okay. Right, right. So you, uh, it's, a, it's hair or it's uh, the head? <laughs> the fingers, yes. Yeah, the fingers, uh-huh. oh, folding three middle fingers um, down <laughs> while holding up. 
the uh, thumb and then a pinky. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's got a snapback, just like a K-pop <laughs> rapper. <laughs> so this mascot came out in 2014, but... Also, this is a SNS star among the younger generation. Imagine, yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of cute. I missed. Okay, <laughs> give it up for Puchan. Put your hands up for Puchan. All right. Um, again, but I mean, I guess for cities or areas where they don't have a distinguishable sort of animal or something to identify with, it could be hard. But then there are the other areas like Chindo. Dog. Mm-hmm. So, can, have they been active in using that as their mascot? Yes, yes. Luckily, Jindo County's mascot is Jindo Dog, and Ulsan, uh, their mascot is a whale. Uh-huh. Uh, and Tongyang's specialty is anchovies. <laughs> so, uh, the anchovies there? Uh-huh. Right? So, Tongyang Mialti or Tongmyari is uh-huh. the mascot. <laughs> and the local specialties can be mascots as well. So, Muan is famous for onions. So, the onion family, Muani. Uh, it's promoting the town as uh, at the moment, mm-hmm. and Tongyang is famous for its spicy of peppers. Course, yes. So no wonder its mascot is a pepper. Kumsan mm-hmm. is the largest ginseng market That's in right. Korea. So the mascot of the county is ginseng. Yeah. And some unique, interesting uh, mascots. Well, actually, Pyeongchang, uh, the mm-hmm. county itself, its uh, mascot is Nundongi. Ah. It's a snowman. A snowman, because it gets a lot of snow. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And Jongnogu in Seoul selected a, a bell as a mascot because it's a bell street, literally. Right. And Jeju Island, Dol Harubang, or Stone Grandfather. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tomb of King Sejong the Great is in Yeoju in Gyeonggi province. So, okay. You know, Yeoju City's mascot is King Sejong. How great <laughs> is it? <laughs> so definitely some great storytelling. And I think if you just keep your eyes and ears peeled, you'll see some more interesting ones going on that will reflect the area's unique sort of characteristics. Thanks right. a lot, Michelle. Thank once you again. for having me.